0: Money Sense is brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group, four-time recipient of the Better Business Bureau Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. Ellen Becker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go
1: to EllenBecker.com and listen to Money Sense Saturdays at 2 and Sundays at noon.
0: Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellen Becker. I'm the founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellen Becker Investment Group. We're located in Pewaukee, just north of I-94, between Highway 164 and Highway F in the Ridgeview Corporate Park. We're also located in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building, directly across from Winkies, and we're blessed enough to serve our clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. If you'd like to put a voice with a face, you can go to Ellenbecker.com. and you can get more details on our company my guest today is Sherry Jordan and Sherry and I met at a women's conference this spring and I had the great opportunity to be speaking there and to meet the most wonderful wonderful women that were also speaking at the conference and Sherry was one of those she is the founder and principal consultant of envisions the ladder um, an LLC and I was just taking Back by the information that she had, the way she shared it. And I thought, you know, anytime I'm surprised and anytime I'm learning something, I think it's always a, a great a great opportunity to bring to the listeners on my radio. So welcome to the show. Hi Karen. Thank
1: you for having me. This is an exciting opportunity for us today. And Envision the Ladder.
0: Well, you know, I, I guess I want to start right there. Envision the ladder. What an interesting name for your company. And I'm curious, I know that you've taught at school, you've done many different things in your career, you've got many years, over 20 some years of experience in this industry. And so I'm curious, how did you come up with the name? Why? Why are you doing your company? And what are your what 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 do you hope to be able to bring to the table for business owners? Because I know for myself, when I started out, I mean, I didn't even, I honestly did not know anything about business because I always worked for someone else and made their business successful. But at that moment that I decided to take that leap of faith and to start my own company, I remember like the first week thinking, where's Fred? Fred was the one who picked up all the mail and he brought the stamps and he took care of everything on a little card, all that, all that rolled away. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my goodness, there were so many things that I didn't know as a business owner that I, I learned kind of on the fly and on the go, but I had a dream Mm -hmm. and that dream was embedded in who, I was and what I wanted to do and so I wish I'd have known you all that many years ago because I really didn't have um, I didn't know of people out there that I had met that I could trust yes. and that I could share um, my business and my dreams with to help me maybe avoid some of the ups and downs and hurdles that I faced
1: yeah, um, thank you for the introduction again. But when you talk about Fred, just think about how many Freds that we have encountered in our our professional experience. Fred is that either that receptionist, that administrative assistant, that very key vocal person that everyone needs in their organization. So, with that saying, is envision the ladder. So I have always been an entrepreneur spirit all of my life. I've always been telling people what to do. I'm the youngest of four. And by nature, for all of those who are the youngest of any family member, you're automatically that boss. Sounds like my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely can understand. (laughs) And I am still that boss, even though I am in my 40s, but I am still bossing people around. So what happened was, is that I sat in the bed one day, I took an entrepreneur, women's entrepreneur class, probably about three or four years ago. And kind of touring around is like, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? So you still have that question, not in your teens or your 20s, your 30s or 40s. What do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I have that passion for helping people. I don't know. I'm I'm a Jill of all trades. I know a whole lot of something about a whole lot of nothing. (laughs) But I know how to marry all of that stuff together. So during the entrepreneurial training program, sat there, I spoke with the coach she kind of helped me, guide me. There was nothing that unique that she was telling me, it, but to be honest, Karen, it was reassurance. It was reassurance that I was on the right track, I was on the right path of what I really need to do in life. And how I came up with the name Envision a Ladder is I want entrepreneurs, I want business owners, I want leaders, I want emer- emerging leaders to envision either climbing that corporate ladder, writing their own corporate ladder, or eliminating the corporate ladder altogether. Uh, as women, as women of color, as females, period, I think that vision, um, that ladder, that corporate ladder, it's not in our forefront. You know, we, we're we great at what we do, we just do what we do, but sometimes we're left behind. And our goal at Envision the Ladder is to help people figure out what their journey is, regardless if it's in your a personal life, in your business life, or in your corporate life. So that's the history of Envision a Ladder in a nutshell.
0: I love that. I have to say that, you know, when I was in high school and when I was looking at what type of a career might might I want, I remember my mother saying, well, if you become a teacher, you'll have the summers off. And if you become a nurse, you could marry a doctor. Mm, Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. And I mean, they, if you join a union, you'll always be taken care of. There was no, I had no vision or envisioned a ladder of anything. Mm -hmm. It, it, it always seemed like it was something that just was sideways.
1: Yes. Yes. And I'm, I had a conversation with with a friend of mine just recently is that my parents, they migrated Mm -hmm. from uh, Arkansas many, many years ago. My dad is no longer with us, but my mom is still with us, but Back at that time, the goal was for you to graduate from high school, graduate from high school, get a diploma, do not uh, get pregnant while you're in high school, (laughs) do not be a teen mom. But their goal was to finish high school and to get a job at one of the local factories. So I am the first of my family members. It was four of us, four siblings. I was the first uh, to finish college. I knew that my parents worked hard. Uh, they provided a, a great family for us, a, a great uh, um, foundation for us, but I knew that there was more out there. So come to think about it, I was envisioning my own letter at 18 and <laughs> even know I was.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: Yes, yes. So uh, also, I also have a daughter. She's 21, so I have the opportunity to help guide her I'm. I'm. We always kind of recreate our lives with our kids. Yes. So I'm recreating my life um, in a more directive way with my daughter Cheyenne. I am helping her kind of as best as I can as a parent, as a mom, as someone who loves her, help her avoid some of the pitfalls that I've encountered in life, helping her to kind of navigate those waters a little sooner in life than later. So,
0: when you sit down with. A client, or or I guess I would say, um, identify your clients for us. Who is your client? Truly, uh, uh, not trying to gender stereotype.
1: My client is specifically women. I love working with all clients, and the reason I say women, Karen, is because sometimes women are the ones that kind of sit in the corner and they're quiet. They have we have a lot of great ideas, we have a lot of great energy to provide, we have a lot of great things to provide the team but sometimes we don't have that comfort zone to find our voice. Oftentimes and um, I've been in many leadership roles and I've been maybe the only person of color or only women or woman on the team and I don't feel comfortable in my role just because I have a seat at the table that doesn't mean I have a voice. So our ideal client is to help that person not only have a seat at the table, but own your seat at that table.
0: Boy, that's really a a great vision for me because as you and I were talking earlier, when I was hired by Robert W. Baird, which now is almost 40 years ago, um, more than that, um, I was hired because I was a woman. And they needed a woman yes and it really didn't matter what i knew or mm-hmm. what i didn't know they they were under requirement to get a woman in there and they had had two or three other women that had were there but they all had gotten married gotten pregnant and left the business oh, wow. and so i still remember dear peter banzaff who really became a mentor to me and and he hired and he said well i know for sure you've already got three kids. You don't want to have any more children. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and he said, well, what if you don't make it? And I said, well, I'm going to know before you because i got to feed my kids. Yes. And he said, done, you're hired. I mean, literally that is what it took to be hired. And look at here, um, 27 years later, um, a career that I absolutely, absolutely love, but it wasn't a planned career and it was sort of accidental yes and it just turned out fantastic
1: and i think karen that's a lot of our stories uh i can just think many many years ago when i uh, graduated from high school i wanted to be an attorney and i guess i'm i'm an attorney you know no disrespect to the attorneys out there i am kind of attorney in my own sense is i'm kind of helping guide in businesses i'm telling people what to do i'm helping uh, some keep some of the businesses out of trouble i'm helping them grow i'm helping them learn and life happened. I you know, started, started out wanting to be an attorney, then I ended up going to uh, MATC, the local college for X-ray tech. and I failed one of the classes, Karen. So I was devastated. I'm 19. I failed one of the classes, and that was the end of the world for me at the time. However, kind of, um, you know, uh, dusted off my knees, got myself back up. Uh, I didn't go back into the X-ray tech, not sure why. And I navigated into a world of government. I have over 21 years in some form of government. I used to work for the federal government and the county government. So life kind of guided me without me guiding my life. So that's how a lot of people's stories are told. It finds you. It finds you. My
0: guest today is Sherry Jordan. She's the founder and principal consultant of Envision the Ladder. We're going to take a quick break. And Sherry, I want to come back to something you talked about. You work with women, and just because you're at the table doesn't mean you have a voice at the table. Let's talk about how you are helping women to find their voice. With that, we'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellen Becker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellen Becker Investment Group. My guest today is Sherry Jordan. She is the founder and principal consultant of Envision the Ladder. And I just really like that because I think in order for you to find your why, which for me, I I think I Always had my why deep inside of my heart, but I didn't really know to pull all of the strings together to make the tapestry come together to understand what that why was. And again, very much like you, helping people, helping people to see the different ways they have, the, the different options they have so that they can make good decisions around their life. Yes, yes. And, you know, money is a really important piece for so many people. Mm -hmm. And it can be very um, convoluted. It can be very difficult. It can be hard to talk about. And so being able to sit down with couples, being able to sit down with individuals, and to pull things apart a little bit so that they can clearly see – like I said earlier, options so that they can make good decisions and take some of the energy out of it. And it sounds very much like that's what you're doing with women and that you're doing that and helping people find their voice because very often the man does all the money or the wife does all the money and the other person just sits there. But the problem then is if somebody dies and it happens to be the person who is managing everything, the other person's like a turtle on their back. And you know, sometimes that can happen at a board I was on a board of directors the only Tolkien woman and exactly what you said nobody really wanted to hear my voice but they needed a woman on that board um I'm like you I'm kind of vocal so eventually you know after I um pound it loud enough um <laughs> it came around to where they said wow that's a good idea you know yes. but it took a long time but you
1: had to pound and loud to pound and hard
0: and it was hard and it was um and it 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 was hard, yes, it was hard, yeah and
1: and, and Karen, I love the uh, what you mentioned just mm-hmm. recently about options uh one of the things that kind of led me to coaching is is that same sentiment was options is that I went through a program many many years ago an African American leadership program is that it was the it was a program for emerging or executive leaders in in Milwaukee who were just kind of want to talk, tackle the same problems. How do I navigate corporate? And one of the components of the program is you had to have an executive coach. And I've had coaches before, but that was my first time really truly having an executive coach. This coach of ours, she was actually, I think she was in Arizona. So we we're in downtown Milwaukee. We had our weekly check or our monthly check on the phone, speaking with my coach and she was so in tune with each of the clients' feelings. Uh, I remember a time I was speaking with a coach. I'm on the ninth floor of a building and looking out the window, thinking she's looking at me <laughs> across at another building. Like how <laughs> crazy is that, Karen? <laughs> but I'm saying that to say is that she was really in tune with the, with with each one of us. She was in tune with each of her clients, and. Through the relationship that I had with the coach, you know what I really realized, Karen? That I was standing in my own way. How many how many of us are actually standing in our own way? We know this. We've told this many, many times is that uh, we can determine our own destiny. Uh, we can do what we want to do. But most of the time, we have that imposter syndrome. Who will believe me? Why am I good at this? Will Anybody think I'm good at this? So I realized I was standing in my own way. And once I came to that aha moment, I think um, everything kind of worked out for itself. Once I, I was the one that was the barrier for my own trajectory in life.
0: Once you owned your voice.
1: Once I owned my voice. Once I owned my voice. But how hard is that? How many, just think, Karen, how many times is that you have not, you've had a voice, you mentioned before, you've had opinions, you were sitting on boards, you were at organizations, and you were not allowed to use your voice. I'm interviewing you now, Karen. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, and in many cases, you have an opinion, and when you put it out there, and you're made to feel insignificant for it, it becomes harder and harder to put that voice out there. And pretty soon, the easy way to go is to just not speak yes not have a voice not have an opinion
1: yes so again kind of going back to just sharing my story about me having my own executive coach and I wanted to be able to offer that same gift to other either people that are currently in leadership but also others who are in the leaderships just think about so many people who are in middle management or their frontline employees they have their five or ten year goals they have their dreams and aspirations to be a leader but they don't know how to get there so how do i help these individuals how do i partner with them to help them get to their goal how do i become that person who allowed me to figure out that i was standing in my own way so again kind of going back to what i The the beginning introduction is that I'm always one that's always in someone's business. (laughs) So this is me being in someone's business in a more positive way and helping them partner with them. And that's what true coaching is, is being able to partner with your your client to help them find their the, the, the most potential in their life.
0: I also think, um, because I have a coach, and if I didn't have had that coach at this time, I would not be sitting here. I don't think today, in my own business, I'd probably still be working for someone else. But I think one of the things I learned, too, was the value of seeing yourself through someone else's eyes. Yes. And having the guts, literally, to listen to them Mm -hmm. and to understand that they are there to help you and sometimes you have to hear tough things in order to move forward. Yes. Is to see yourself through a different lens and I had a coach and I don't know if you've ever read the book it's by Tracy Goss and it's the last word on power and um, it's very much what you're saying she would say if you're not happy in your job have a voice go there and ask for what you want, but always be willing to take a stand. And if you don't get what you want, why would you want to stay there? Go do something else. And she would make an easy um, um, idea. She'd say, you know, it's just like someone that is in a bad relationship and they keep saying, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna divorce you, I'm gonna divorce you. A hundred times, you know, it means nothing. if, If you keep saying it over and over, and you don't take a stand. And so for me with my business, you know, she helped me and coached me, and we made an agreement that I went and asked about fee based business. And she said, You've got to be, if you're going to go and ask for these three things and you don't get them, you have to leave. But how hard was that? Yeah, how hard was that, Karen? <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> yeah, if I have to yeah, leave. Yeah. Um, it was hard. And really, because she held my feet to mm-hmm. the fire, kind of like your coach. Um, she called me the day that I was supposed to find out if they, what the, what the results was if they were going to let me do the fee business, and I said, I haven't heard from them. And she said, go upstairs and find out. And I went upstairs, and I asked my boss, did you read my business plan? And he said, what plan? He had thrown it in the drawer and never even looked at it. Wow. And he said, I'm not going to read this. It was a big, you know, I had put a plan together. But no one as a, a stockbroker put a plan together. And I went downstairs and called her, and she said, when are you leaving? And I had committed to her, if she helped me, that I would do that, and I left. Did you leave the exact same day, Karen? I left about, um, this was right at about Thanksgiving, and I left Christmas Eve. Wow. And I started my own company. Wow. In a shoebox. Do
1: you think No Fred. Do you think you wouldn't have been able to do that without (laughs) that partnership with the coach? No.
0: I think I might have done it eventually. Yes but i wouldn't have done it when i did and the timing was critical because i started a fee-based business 27 years ago and people didn't even start to catch up to me until about 12 13 years ago so everybody i was way ahead mm, okay of the curve but i know i don't think i would have had the courage and so a coach can really help you it, yeah coaching Coaching, in my opinion, helps you
1: focus on some of your future goals and your actions. As you mentioned with your coach, your coach helps you make sure that you're accountable. You're just not saying all out in the sky, oh, this is what I want to do. But you don't have any goals attached to it. A A coach is not telling you what to do. A coach is asking you, what does this look like? How do we get you there? And making sure that we have actionable steps to make sure that you're achieving your goals. And it's okay if your goals change. You may have a goal one day, Karen, and say, this is what I want to do January 1st. And then June 15th, your goal may change. That is okay. I think we have to understand that goals are not set in stone. And it's okay. Our life changes. Our wants changes. Just think about it. COVID changed. So... Think about 3 years ago, some of the goals that individuals may have had pre-COVID are much different post-COVID. Can we say post-COVID? I think we're still in COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think they keep
0: telling us we are. This is such a great conversation because I am guessing, certainly don't know for sure, that there are a lot of men and women out there that are in either jobs or have businesses that they've started and they're just not sure how to take that next step forward. And particularly for me, I was doing a job that I was just wasn't happy in. I knew I, I knew there was a better way. But it was hard when you, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, you really have to trust. and And I just thought, for me, if I didn't take that next step and work with the coach and really design my future, being where I was would have been worse than the risk I was taking. <laughs> You know, it would be harder to stay doing something that I didn't love than it would be to take the risk and fail. And so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about some of the issues that people are facing. And I do want to talk about, you know, you talked about a little bit diversity and um, and inclusion training. And I think that that's such an important It's such an important thing for our country for our businesses for our communities because we have so much value to bring yes and to look at your employees for the value they bring is I think first of all I think it's very exciting and I think it's the only way to be successful and with that we'll be right back Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellen Becker, I'm the founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellen Becker Investment Group. If you go to ellenbecker.com, there is lots of great information on there. We have so many classes coming up. Take a look, uh, stop in actually at our new offices. They are really great. We're so happy here. We'd love to have you stop in and see us. My guest today is Sherry Jordan. She's the founder and principal consultant of Envision the ladder and I love that envisioning the ladder whatever ladder it is that you want to and I even think of being a parent at home and a woman at home who wants to get that get up that ladder with being the best mom she can be and being educated on so many different things that you can bring to your children when we ended our segment cherry we talked about the idea of being inclusive regardless of men, women, color. Um, how, how do you work with clients to build that kind of an energized team that works together and is respectful of each other, to helps each other to grow? Um, one of the most difficult things that I found when I was in business um, was that people didn't want to share ideas because they thought you'd do better than them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my ideas, there's been, there's so much, so many people out there, there's so much business out there, you know, take my ideas and make them better. But everybody doesn't feel like that. So how do you work with a company to give them that sense that there's enough, for everyone to go around
1: and i love the example that you just gave karen is that we talk about this in the business world all the time is that one business do not does not want to share their ideal or how did they get their piece of the pie and it, again kind of going back to the vision the ladder is it's crawling at the bottom of the ladder because everyone is trying to climb up but once you take that leap and once you start climbing there's a lot of room but people do not want to even imagine you taking a step in front of me, but we all have to realize is that regardless if it's my business or if it's your business, if I win, we're all winning. We're all winning as a business community. We're all winning as uh, Metro Milwaukee, Milwaukee County, the state of Wisconsin. We're all winning together. But I think it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, Karen, is that mindset is that a lot of people kind of go into businesses it's just because I'm good at baking cakes and this (laughs) is what I do. But just because you're good at something and it's a hobby, should you turn it into a business? Has your mindset actually shifted yet? And I think that was the very, very first step for me. I had to realize my mindset had to change. You gave a good example earlier about working for someone else. So how do you switch that mindset from having that guaranteed uh, check every two weeks to having an opportunity to go out there and figuring out how I'm going to eat for myself and my family and my employees? And that kind of goes back to uh, the question you just asked about diversity, equity, and inclusion. One of the things that I love to educate any client about is that there are three actually separate words, diversity, equity, inclusion. A lot of clients, a lot of businesses, they want to kind of uh, muddle all of those three words together. just like, oh, aha, I've touched on one of them, so I've touched on all of them. But we have to realize as business owners, as business leaders, being inclusive just does not mean having that person at the table. Being diverse is just not having that person at the table. How are we being equitable? How are we being – we have to get to uh, being equitable for – make sure that we have equality so having that p- person at the table is valuing their ideals valuing their mindset uh having them come to the table not being uh, just think about in high school you know you invited someone to your table karen and you were that mean girl were you that mean girl karen at the table <laughs> <laughs> no
0: i always <laughs> felt left out actually <laughs> yeah so
1: you know being very intentional being very intentional how do we help others build learn and grow and that's one of the things that we do at a vision the ladder we want to make sure that all businesses is are are, are equitable as they can be you may say that you're equitable you may say that you're very inclusive but does your business really show it is it in, involved it does it show on your corporate page of your business do you have a diversity, equity, inclusion plan for your business? How about some of your hiring policies? How about some of your hiring practices? Is it inclusive? Kind of think about some of the, some of the uh, job descriptions that organizations have. And I think we, we do this, you know, not intentionally, is that when a job becomes vacant, you hire, you, you use the same job description, and are there hiring criteria on the job that shouldn't be there? Are we being truly inclusive to organizations or other business owners or other people who may, who may, um, who are looking for opportunities? Uh, But kind of going back to what I mentioned is how do we truly, truly be be intentional? This is not uh, a season that uh, just because of the climate of of the world this is not something that uh we're going to do and we're just like aha you know i'm just kind of tired and we're over this and let's go on to the next phase but being diverse equity inclusion for your business will bring better results for your organization for the bottom line you have individuals at the table that are bringing in different thoughts different uh ideals you'll bring it you'll probably more than likely invite a different clientele is that they see different people at your table different people at your table different people on your boards you may gain new clients but if we're not being very intentional in in at least trying to hear a different voice bring people that do not look like this at the table what are we doing what are we doing karen
0: yeah, it's, you know, and we, you and I had the conversation during the break that it can be hard because you have your values that you set, you've got your, um, the intention of the person, the skills that you want that person to have, and to go out there, having someone that can actually help you to navigate those waters, to find the right people, regardless of, sex or color or anything else I think is is a hard is hard it's hard to go out there you know we we are looking for advisors we are looking for employees all the time and to us it's just what are their skills what are their their aptitude you know do they love to be with people yes because we are very high-touch we love people we're very relationship oriented And as I said, when I was hired, it wasn't, it was only hired because I was a woman. Wow. And I had three kids and I was divorced and I had to feed my kids. Wow. That was why I was hired. I had never, I had never owned a stock or a bond. I had not gone to college. Mm -hmm. I graduated high school. I was a mom and they'd had such bad experiences with college women from college that I was the ideal candidate. (laughs) And, you know, look at you know, 27 years later. But, but just I think how much value you, you, added,
1: you added to that organization, Karen.
0: Yes. But, you know, now we want to hire those types of people who are innovative to our organizations too. And you being there as a coach to help people to understand, as you said, what do we really need and what do we want? And how do we bring the aptitude of these different people together to create The business that we want to put out there for our clients and for our partners and for our community
1: and I think you alluded to before is that understanding your why is that your personal why is that your business why understanding your why kind of going going to piggyback to a conversation you and I had earlier is that when I started my journey for my business I mentioned my mindset but another thing that helped me align to my business, to my goals, to what I'm really doing was, Karen, I created my own mission and vision statement. I'm not sure of anyone out there, how often have you created your own mission and vision statement? If you have, how often do you update it? But when I created my own mission and vision statement, that helped me understand my why. That helped me understand the ideal clients that I want to work with. Some of the clients I did want to work with, you know, you have to, as a business owner, it's okay, you know, it's easier said than done, but it's okay to understand that some of those people you may not want to work with. And if I'm just at the table for being a woman of color, I don't want to be at that table. I wanna truly, truly be part of that true transformational change. And that's the that's the sentiment and I'm 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 helping, I'm I'm hoping to give a lot of people, either either as a client or as a mentor, or as an advisor, I'm, I'm, I'm truly, truly dedicated to the community. So if you even if you're not a, a, a partner or a client of Envision the Ladder, more than likely I'll still be able to touch you some type of way.
0: I believe that that's so true. My guest today is Sherry Jordan. She is the founder and principal consultant of Envision the Ladder. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Sherry, let's talk about how you actually work with clients, what they can expect, how they can connect with you, what information you have that you can share, and with that, we'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellen Becker. You must get tired of hearing this. Founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellen Becker Investment Group. You know, Sherry, it's so funny because I've been doing the show like 38 years. I can't actually figure out. We're trying to figure out exactly the year. I think it was two years after Mark Belling started his show. But you know, you say the same opening for all those years, and you think somebody must be getting tired of hearing it. But on the other hand i'm really proud to say it as well yes so my guest today is sherry jordan and she also is a founder and the principal consultant of envision the ladder let's talk a little bit about envision the ladder the company what what you do how you do it what people can expect and um, what are some of the hurdles that you can help people see themselves in that might be holding people back from saying, you know, I really, should, I really should call 414-559-7074 and at least have that conversation with Cherry to see if there's something that she can help guide me and partner with me on.
1: Yes, again, uh, envision a ladder. One of the things that we, was well, a couple of things that we specialize in. We are um, a certified coach. And the reason I always make sure to specify a certified coach is that I took that extra level of training and I went to uh, UW-Madison to make sure that I know the foundation of coaching. As I mentioned before, is that I'm kind of bossy. I always tell everyone what to do, but I just want to make sure that that method works for people that I know. But I want to make sure that I'm offering the, the, the most effective way for a lot of clients that I do not know. How do I make sure that they are most successful in their potential journey in life? So, again, just a certified coach. We offer certified uh, coaching to individuals and to uh, teams as well. And how we, how we get most of our clients is just word of mouth. One of the things, one of the segments that, uh, one of the areas is that kind of untapped a lot of powerful men, they have coaches behind them. Not saying that they're not smart what they, at what they do, but they have a partner with them. And one of the things that we're working towards, it's for women to realize is that that's a tool for you as well. In addition to the coaching is we help small and medium sized business development. We know businesses are good at what they do. They're good at making their widgets, but one of the things that, which is okay, they may not be good at, is what about the operation part of your business? So we help businesses understand where they are. We help them pivot. What about strategic planning? How do we get you from where you are today in the next five years? Uh, Another thing that we focus on and envision the ladder is what about change management? Is that, Karen, you may have implemented some new policies and procedures at at your organization and you think they're good for the organization, but what about the employees? How do we incorporate change management and help employees um, understand is that, we understand that we've been doing this the way we've been doing it for the last 10 years, but there's a more innovative, better way to keep doing this. So we help uh, organizations uh, with change management, strategic planning, and last but not least, we help uh, organizations incorporate diversity, equity, inclusion training. We'll, um, we teach uh, implicit and explicit bias training, help organizations understand how do we go from, how do we get here? How do we go from the state we are? How do we help your organization? And it's not uh, gonna be an overnight change. Uh, diversity, equity, inclusion training is just not a once a year training. How do we incorporate a DEI training into your policies and your, your procedures and everything that you do to make sure you're as equitable and inclusive as possible?
0: Well, I remember at times in my life at growing my company that I was wearing all the hats, and somebody talks to me about having a business coach, and I go, "Great idea," but when would I? How would I do it? Many times it's how would I pay for it because there's so many things that the business owner is looking at and and I always said well I wouldn't get paid if Mm -hmm. you know when times were tough but what I've learned over this is that you cannot afford not to have a partner yes in your business and I don't mean. partner that you're a equal partner in a business I mean a partner outside of the business that can look at things from a different viewpoint Mm -hmm. and and that relationship that you develop the trust that you develop that you trust that that person has got your back
1: yes and I think that's that's an important takeaway is that a lot of people they they they're always working for their business instead of working on their business. Just think about the times, Karen, when you may have started your business, you may have been your accountant, your marketing person, you may have been the IT person, you may have been so many hats in your business, but it, it gets to a point in your, in your business in order to pivot, in order to grow your business, as you mentioned, you're gonna to have to trust someone. And it's not always that first person that you meet, I encourage any business leaders, uh, anyone to interview. If you're looking for an accountant, interview as many people as you can, as many people are you're able to, to make sure that they have the great, they have the right fit. They're making sure they have your best interest in mind. But that's where we are. That's where Envision a Ladder we are. We're here to help businesses. How do we help you be the best that you can be to get the most potential out your business, our ultimate goal is to help you grow and help you pivot and help you expand who you are in your business.
0: How do people... I know that um, I put the number out earlier. You can reach Sherry at 414- 559-7074. Also, you can email her directly at Sherry at EnvisionTheLadder.com and... The
1: website is? Is www.envisiontheladder.com. I'll say that one more time. Envisiontheladder.com.
0: Okay, and then, did I say your webpage right? Or your email right?
1: That That's correct, Karen. Okay, yeah. I'm
0: looking at both of them they're so similar. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> makes it easy. They're
1: so similar. It makes
0: it very easy. So I'm going to ask you one of my favorite questions. We have about three minutes left. If you had a magic wand, and you could do something you know with that magic wand what would it be what would you what would you want to have that one opportunity to really make a difference
1: wow Karen that's that's a very loaded question is this is this <laughs> on my personal side or on my business side for the well, magic wand you
0: can you can do whatever you like
1: yeah you know what what and i mentioned this before what really truly truly brings me joy is helping others grow And if if I had a magic wand and I'm able to kind of instill this on others is to educate other business owners, regardless if you're in year one, if you're in year five, is that there are limitless opportunities out there. And I encourage any any and everyone to take those limitless opportunities. I was just encouraging everyone to bet on yourself. That's what I that's the gift I want to give people is to expand your mindset and bet on yourself, Is it, it, it truly will pay off.
0: And I think to help people to understand that there are so many options. And so often I've said to my clients when they're thinking about, should I move? Should I do this? And I'll say, you know, you can do it now. You still can change your mind. Yes. It's not forever. Yes. Everything isn't forever. You have the opportunity to, to try different things. And sometimes I even say, don't try to figure out what you want to do. Figure out what you don't want to do. And what you want to do will come to you.
1: That's a good point. And, and just kind of the words of the, the, the executive coach that I had is, stop standing in your own way. I think more more than likely that's most of our problems.
0: Yes, I think so, too. My guest today is Sherry Jordan. She is the founder and principal consultant of Envision the Ladder. I love the name. You can reach her at 414-559-7074, or you can go to envisiontheladder.com, and she can sit down with you as an individual, as a company, um, and help you determine what she can bring to the table for you what she can help you with and I think I love what you said because I feel that way too even if it doesn't turn out to be a situation where they become a client I and you we always leave our clients better off
1: always leave our clients better off and, and that's that's the tale of a, an amazing business owner is that understanding is that if that client is not if you're not able to provide them the services refer them to someone else
0: Thank you, Sherry, so much. And as always, I hope that I've made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. Remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always listen. Have a great weekend. Bye.